As Earth Keepers, we hold wisdom about our planet within our bodies learned through lifetimes of experience on Earth and throughout the cosmos. I'm Amy Dempster, a shamanic practitioner and your host for the Earth Keepers podcast, and I'm on a journey to reconnect with my soul family, the other Earth Keepers, grid workers, portal tenders, land stewards, and nature lovers around the world. On this podcast, you won't find gurus or dogma, just a safe space where I share personal stories from my spiritual journey. Welcome back to this week's episode of The Earth Keepers. We've reached the last week of June and the third in our series of three episodes where I've been challenging us all to get outside and immerse ourselves in the magic of nature this summer. And although we all experience the magic that surrounds us when we do, I've been taking the time to talk about the actual physiological responses between our body and the earth these last few weeks and the ways in which our modern culture has separated us from the essence of these elements. If you've missed the last two weeks, go back and listen to them after this. You don't have to listen to them in order. But you'll learn about how sunblock and sunglasses keep us from fully absorbing the benefits of the sun's rays, and how pollution and additives in our water are keeping us perpetually dehydrated even when we drink plenty of water. I hope you've been taking advantage of these first few weeks of summer to let the sun and water hit your skin. Don't forget to share your photos and experiences in our Following Hawks Earthkeepers Facebook group. It's so fun to see all the beautiful places around the world where you live and are out exploring nature. I'll add a link to the show notes to find the Facebook group if you're not already in there. Also, I have something super fun and exciting for us in July. To continue our theme of getting outside and immersing ourselves in the beauty of nature, we're going to spend the next month really getting to know a place that's been calling to us. Probably popped into your mind just as soon as I mentioned it. Might be a place you visit all the time that you know holds wisdom for you, if only you knew what it was. Or it may be a place that's always been on your radar to visit, but you've never made it to. So over the next week, think about what that place is for you. It should be somewhere close enough to your home that you can visit it at least once a week. Could even be your backyard if you want it to be. I'll share more next week, but I wanted to get you thinking about it now. And one quick reminder, if you're really feeling pulled to sink deep into working with the land where you live this summer, I would love to have you join me in the Earth Tethers Academy. In this online course, you'll connect even more deeply with the energy of the land where you live, work with the spirits of the land there, and learn how to do healing work in partnership with those spirits. The Earth Tenders Academy is an online course with nine modules, chock full of video lessons from me, along with guided meditations to experience each subject for yourself. And we meet together live twice a month to practice our skills, including one call every month where we do a reading and healing with a house or a piece of land together, and then compare notes. Every single month, there's at least one person who says, I am totally new at this, and I didn't think I got much information. But after hearing everyone else's experiences, they realized they got the same messages. These practice sessions will get you trusting your intuitive guidance and channeled messages in no time. There's a link in the show notes to learn more about the Earth Tenders Academy and join us. Okay, now on to this week's final summer school lesson, all about the Earth. 
Now, obviously, this is a huge topic to try and cover in a short podcast episode, and I'm just going to guess that if you found your way here, you're already well aware of the healing effects of nature on our bodies. Even if we don't know the scientific data that backs it up, most of us know that we feel good when we go outside. From a young age, we feel compelled to put our hands on trees or reach out and hug them. But what's interesting is that scientific studies have begun to tell us why that is. And in fact, we don't even have to hug a tree to feel better. International studies have shown that even the view of a tree from a hospital window activates our body's self-healing powers after an operation. Canadian researchers have found that the health effects of just 10 additional trees around a residential building in a city setting results in the people living there being the equivalent of seven years younger physically. From what we can tell, this happens because trees speak in the language of terpenes. And our immune system, which has co-evolved with trees on this planet, reacts to terpenes with a significant increase in defenses and mechanisms that protect us against cancer and probably a whole host of other illnesses. And here's the cool thing about terpenes. When scientists have measured the output of terpenes from a tree, they're concentrated in a very specific area. The leafy canopy keeps the terpenes from escaping up into the atmosphere where they'd be destroyed by the UV rays of the sun, which means that these beneficial terpenes are strongest three to six feet above the ground, which just so happens to be the height that our noses are at. Pretty cool, right? That being said, it's possible that instead of our bodies being strengthened by trees, it could be that we're actually weakened by being away from them and separated from the energies of the earth. In fact, some of our modern day issues could be attributed to this separation from nature. There's evidence to show that some joint issues can be healed with a focus on movement on natural surfaces or that exposure to more daylight hours in childhood can reduce nearsightedness. A whole host of issues from diabetes to high blood pressure, cardiovascular disease, and metabolic issues are all related to our separation from our natural habitat. I'm sure you've heard about our parasympathetic nervous system and how it responds to stimuli with fight or flight. But in its balanced state, it easily shifts back and forth between excitement and rest. Neither state is better or worse. They're just responses to our environment. However, many of our modern day lives keep us suspended in an almost constant state of excitement. That is, stress and anxiety, without adequate time to rest. And we know that chronic stress makes us sick. It shortens our life expectancy, destroys brain cells, and can cause a long list of illnesses and diseases. Now you may be saying, yeah, 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 I know that, but my life is just so stressful. How am I supposed to rest? Well, I have good news for you. And I'm sure you won't be too surprised to know that what triggers our nervous system to rest is nature. Literally just seeing trees. Hearing birds or running water will activate our parasympathetic nervous system. Believe it or not, your coworker who has a poster of a tropical island covering their cubicle wall is onto something. Because just looking at pictures of nature or listening to recorded sounds immediately begins to relax our bodies. And when that happens, our heartbeat slows down, our blood vessels dilate, and our blood pressure lowers. 
Not only do we physically relax, but our creativity is also stimulated in nature because we're not looking for danger around every corner. So now we have the time and space for daydreaming and creative thinking. Obviously, the best option is to physically get yourself into nature to trigger these physiological responses and breathe in those terpenes. But I find it so fascinating that study after study has shown health improvements from merely looking at a tree, which means we're not actually inhaling the terpenes. And it's encouraging to know that if you're recovering from surgery, caring for someone who is bedridden for long periods of time, or working 12-hour days in a windowless building, just playing nature sounds or looking out a window with some bit of nature outside can significantly increase your body's natural healing powers. Add some terpene-filled essential oils to a diffuser like grapefruit, lemon, frankincense, fir, juniper, or cypress, and you're getting a significant health boost even if you're in a hospital room or an office cubicle. So if you're interested in more of these scientific studies about how humans and nature so perfectly work together, I highly suggest the book, The Healing Code of Nature by Clemens G. Arve. Now, shifting from trees to the earth itself, I'm sure you've noticed how energizing it feels to walk barefoot on the mossy forest floor or a sandy beach or your grassy backyard. We're feeling the rhythmic pulses of the earth's energy field when we do that. Because this planet is the equivalent of a six sextillion metric ton battery that is recharged every minute of every day by the sun, lightning strikes, and heat from the core of the earth. That battery keeps all life on land and in the ocean working in balance. And for thousands of years, humans have been in intimate contact with this electrical charge. Sitting, standing, walking, and sleeping on the ground, and receiving a natural electric signal in exchange. But in recent history, we've unplugged ourselves from this connection. We now wear shoes with synthetic soles and sleep on elevated beds. And that disconnection may be making our bodies prone to illness and inflammation. Now, the natural frequencies of the earth are waves of energy called free electrons. These electrons give the Earth's surface a natural negative charge. When we maintain contact with the ground, our body naturally receives and becomes charged with these electrons, thereby grounding us. When grounded, we absorb these electrons, which quickly go to work to reduce electrical imbalances and oxidative free radicals in our body that are contributing to chronic inflammation and many diseases. Yep, the earth is a natural anti-inflammatory. Furthermore, when you're grounded and connected to the earth, your exposure to man-made EMFs drops dramatically. Your body basically pulls the earth's energy up into an umbrella of protection above your head and around your energy field in a way that EMFs struggle to penetrate. So now we can start putting together the individual pieces we've been discussing the past few weeks and see how powerful of a shift it can make for our health and well-being to be receiving the power of vitamin D from the sun, the codes from structured water, and a balanced internal electrical system through the earth. And you don't only have to walk barefoot on the earth. You can just sit in a chair with your bare feet on the ground to get the full effects of grounding. 
For even more conductivity, pick a spot where the soil is damp or you can dampen it a bit with a hose, but keep your feet connected to the earth 30 to 40 minutes for best results. Although it doesn't have to be your feet either, it can be any part of your body. When I go outside for my morning sunshine, I typically put a blanket on the ground and lay down so that I'm getting sun exposure and grounding at the same time. Just make sure your blanket is made of natural materials like cotton and is not synthetic. And of course, if you're in a natural body of water, that's grounding you too. Fresh water is a little bit less conductive than salt water and pool water is probably minimal. A kiddie pool seems like it might be a good idea, but sadly the plastic is going to block the electrical current from the earth. So stick with whatever natural body of water you found last week to immerse yourself in and you'll get the additional benefit of grounding. Now, we can't discuss the earth and the trees and leave out the element of air. Although it's another substance that we rarely think about day to day, unless it's particularly windy, air is critical to our survival on this planet outside of just inhaling oxygen particles. And again, many of our modern practices block our skin's respiration with the air. Petrochemical-based beauty products act like saran wrap on our skin. And many of our clothes alter the pH of our skin, throwing off our biome's balance. Air bathing used to be very in vogue. Sitting naked in front of an open window was believed to open the pores and refresh the body by drawing toxins from the skin. But it's true. Exposing our skin to the air revitalizes our nerves, skin, and spirit. Since we spend so much of our time fully clothed, Air bathing will help to stimulate our skin's respiration system, boosting our body's ability to shed metabolic waste as the breeze stimulates the contracting and dilating of our capillaries. If you're a little nervous about your neighbors seeing your air bathing routine, consider waiting until after dark and give yourself a little moon bath instead. Taking advantage of these summer months, you can enjoy the sweet scented air that's cooler after the day's heat. And for an even more intoxicating experience, Plant some night-blooming plants in your garden or on your patio. Evening primrose or night-blooming jasmine will scent the evening air as you let the breeze touch your skin and your feet reconnect with the earth. Or just anoint yourself with a drop or two of frankincense and soak in the stars. Ah, doesn't this just feel relaxing and magical just thinking about it? Okay, let's get to work on this week's final summer school assignment. Although I bet you can already guess what it is. Get outside this week for some earthing and fresh air. This is easy if you've already added sunbathing to your regular routine. Just make sure you're getting some portion of your bare skin in contact with the earth. If you found some spring water in your area last week, make up a spray bottle with it and add a few drops of frankincense to spritz over your body for some extra refreshment if it's hot out, not to mention a little terpene boost. You could also plan some time to walk on a tree-lined trail this week, soaking in the immune-boosting scents of the forest. And if you really want to go for it with an earth bath, find a good mud hole somewhere and slather your body with it. Yep, real mud. Or clay, if that's more of what you have in your area. Caking the earth directly onto your skin and Laying in the earth in the sun can help improve skin issues, reduce inflammation, and ease burns and stings. I cannot wait to see your photos in our Facebook group this week. 
And as with every episode in this series, I have added a link in the show notes to find links for additional reading and studies on these subjects. I really hope you've enjoyed the summer school series and have used it as an inspiration to explore how you feel when you truly immerse your body in its natural habitat. Keep going with your favorite methods this summer and see how you're feeling three months from now after you've fully integrated these practices into your life. And don't forget to start thinking about a special place in nature that you'd like to spend the next month exploring. I will be right back here next Tuesday to share all about it. See you then. Thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to the Earth Keepers podcast. I'm so honored to share this journey with you. I would love it if you join me and other Earth Keepers from around the world in the Following Hawks Earth Keepers community on Facebook. To find the show notes, additional resources, or learn more about working with me, go to earthkeeperspodcast.com. Until next time, I'll see you in the multiverse.